With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello there and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. It's Wednesday, June the 9th, and I'm so glad to be with you once again on the program. Today we're going to talk about the the importance of setting an example for others. You know, uh, this is something... I believe we have we, we've addressed this over the past few days, and, and and the reason being is that some of the things that we have heard in the daily mass readings, I think, really lend themselves to talking about this this topic. But I want to try to frame it in a, in a positive way: the idea that we the Lord expects us to share His good news with those around us, and. I'll read the gospel from today's Mass, and Jesus is kind of harsh with what he has to say, but I I think we can really frame it in a positive way, even even though the language is a bit tough. But stick with me on this one, because I think this is something we, we all need to hear, because of the fact that we have people around us who really need the comfort of Christ, and that comfort comes through us. And, and, you know, it's, it's, I I think it's interesting that Jesus was talking about in the gospel today, and and I'll read the whole thing after, after we're done praying. He was talking about um, teaching others to break the commandments or, and, and us being held liable. But, you know, Jesus had many commandments, including do not worry, let not your heart be troubled, trust in me. And rather than look at that negatively, I think by a positive example, we can help others to trust in him more and to in turn let him help them. So actually by listening to Jesus and really setting a good example for others, of course, by obeying the commandments, but by trusting. I mean, what a great example that would be. By doing that, what do we do? We help other people or we let them know that it is possible to have peace if you trust in God. So so I think that's a real positive message. We're also going to talk about, let's see, it's Wednesday, next Monday, June the 14th. We're going to kick off our, our Give Up Worry for Good summer online virtual study, whatever you want to call it, that's going to begin next Monday. So maybe I'll have a few words about that as well. And I, I hope uh, I hope you're spreading the word to your friends. I think this is going to be a good, a, a good doable exercise for the summer. And I, 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 I have most of the pieces in place. There are still some that I might decide to change. There are some things I might implement along the way. Uh, and I'm still working on that. I'll talk more to you about that after after we pray. Right now, let's turn to let's turn to our Father in heaven and ask Him to bless us and to to acknowledge His presence with us, which I think is important. You know, I, I, He needs to become real to us, and let's do that today. Let's, 
focus on his presence in our life right now, the fact that he's with us, and let's talk to him. And if you would join me, I'll lead, okay? In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father in heaven, it's great to be with you. Thank you for your presence with us right now. Father, thank you for creating us out of love because you willed us to share in the love that you have with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We're grateful, Father, for the gift of eternal life, which actually starts before we leave this earth. Our eternal life, Father, begins when we are baptized and become members of Christ in His church. You know that, but I'm saying that for our benefit. And what a great opportunity and privilege it is for us to be able to experience eternal life. It begins in this world and then carries through after we leave this world and move on to the next world. And it'll last for all eternity. Wow. That sounds really good, Father. Thank you for that. And and we thank, we especially thank you for sending your son Jesus into the world to make that gift of eternal life possible. Father, we present to you all of our intentions this day. We need your help. There is nothing we can do without your help. We ask for your help. We pray that we receive the grace necessary to avoid sinning and to make it to heaven one day. We lift up our family, our friends, all those who have asked for our prayers or for whom we said we would pray. We pray for our country of the United States. We pray for every nation in the world. We pray for peace around the globe. We pray for those who are homeless, those who are homebound, those in hospitals, nursing homes, prisons, rehab facilities. Father, we ask you to bless them, to protect them, to allow them to feel your presence and not be overwhelmed by loneliness or discouragement. We pray, Father, for those who are battling mental illness. We pray for all those who are struggling to overcome an addiction. We pray for our church. We pray for all of our separated brothers and sisters in various Christian denominations and pray that we can all be united one day under one common set of beliefs. Father, I ask you to use me as your instrument today. Give me the words for this program. Speak through me. I pray that I have the grace to get out of the way and let your message be delivered through my voice on this show. And Father, I ask that you open all of our minds and all of our hearts to hear your words and to respond to them. We ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you so much for praying with me. I'm Gary Zimak. You are listening to Following the Truth. A um, couple of pieces of information, as I said. But first of all, it is great to have you here with me. You know, I got a chair for you right here. So if you want to sit down, if you want to stand up, whatever you're comfortable doing, I just want you to know that it is so great to have you. So thank you for stopping by. I'm very grateful for your the fact that you listen to this program. I'm grateful for your financial support of my ministry. I'm grateful for your encouraging emails. 
I'm grateful for your prayers. I really am. And I'm so blessed that I'm able to do this show and that we can connect in a special way. So I mentioned at the beginning of the program, June the 14th is the big kickoff for the Give Up Worry for Good summer program. We're going to go through my latest book, Give Up Worry for Good, Eight Weeks to Hopeful Living and Lasting Peace. We're going to go through the book day by day. I'm going to supplement what's in the book, give you some additional information, maybe some things to think about. I'm going to do that every day through this program, through my daily email reflection, and also at least once a week, I plan to, unless something goes wrong, go live on Facebook on my Gary Zimak speaker and author page. So I'll, it, the key is to sign up for the email reflection. You want to get the daily email reflection and any news that I need to communicate to you, I'm going to be able to do that through the email. So make sure you sign up for that. The way to do this is to go to followingthetruth.com, which is my website, and you'll see the banner right at the top. You click on that. You find out how to get the book, Give Up Worry for Good. You'll find out how to sign up for my email, my daily emails, and also you will find out, well, you already know how to listen to this podcast because you're listening to it. You know, sometimes I question myself when I say the things I say. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, followingthetruth.com is the place to go for that. And, and I'm really looking forward to this. I think together we're going to make a lot of great progress in terms of trusting God more and worrying less. Because when we worry, what we're doing is really trusting in ourselves. And we realize in a hurry that we are very limited and we are very much not in control of our lives. That that goes for any of us. And I, I think that one of the lessons taught to me, and, and I know to many others, by the recent pandemic is that we are not in control. And th- that's not bad. That's not bad. That's a good thing, provided that we recognize that we might not be in control, but God is in control. Somebody who loves us and is all-powerful. And once we get used to the fact that we that it's a good idea to yield control to Him and let Him take us where we need to go, let him work on our behalf. Once we get used to the idea of doing that, then we generally can relax and and trust more and experience the peace that he wants us to have. What really causes the, the lack of peace, the stress in our lives is when we don't trust him, when we fight against him, when we try to do everything on our own and not let him work in in our lives. But once we once we yield control to to our Father in heaven and get to know Jesus Christ and let the Holy Spirit work in us, it becomes a lot easier. All of that is going to be put into practice when we begin this give up worry for good program. So I, I really am excited about it. In the past, you know, I've done this show for many years. I took a took a break for about two years, two and a half years, I think. But for years, I did this show. Going back to, I, you know, honestly don't remember where I, when I started. Probably 2010 or something uh, to that effect. It might even be a little earlier. But, um, and, and the show had different forms over the years. I started out doing 15 minutes, then I did 30 minutes, then I was up to an hour daily. Then I cut back to 30 minutes. And, and right now, that's working the best. But in the past, I led retreats on this podcast. And it always worked well because we would communicate through email, we would interact 
in, in different ways, and, and we would be in it together. And, and that's what I want this program to be next week, Give Up Worry for Good. It's you and me as a group. We are doing this. We are walking through the program one day at a time, and we're asking God to help us to break free from worry and to trust in Him more. So again, that kicks off Monday, June the 14th. Please invite your friends. If, if somebody is just ordering the book now and they're concerned they won't get it in time, it's okay to start without the book. I would much rather have you sign up and, and get the emails. We'll start going through it. And I will be very aware that some people might not have the book or might be joining us somewhere along the line over the eight weeks. That's okay. You don't have to start. I mean, I would like you to start from the beginning, but you can always go back and listen to the podcast if you would like. But there is, um, I'm going to make it so that you can join at any point in time. But obviously, it's best to start from the beginning. Followingthetruth.com is the place to find out more about Give Up Worry for Good. Okay? Um, any questions, you can email me at gary at followingthetruth.com. I would love to hear from you. But I'm looking outside. It is it is rainy. I hear thunder. We are having some isolated thunderstorms that's the word on the street but they're not um, they're not really isolated where we are i mean they're <laughs> they're happening here i hope you're safe and sound wherever you may be and, and I'm, I'm so glad you're able to to listen to the program today so we're going to talk today about the words of jesus in matthew's gospel part of the sermon on the mount we've been hearing it all week you're going to hear it moving forward to um th- this is good stuff good stuff tough though when when Jesus speaks, he's tough. You know, he doesn't, sometimes he doesn't give us wiggle room. He tells it like it has to be told. He tells it like it is. And I, and I think we need that. Now, so today I'm going to take his message, maybe massage it a little bit to, to give it, put it, give it a positive spin while at the same time retaining the fact that it's, it's, it's a, it's a strong message. And, and I want to make sure I do it justice, but I really do think, even though when you first hear it, it's kind of scary, it really is a, a good news message, as is all of the gospel. That's why it's called the good news. So anyway, this comes from Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. It's only two verses today, the gospel passage from today's daily mass. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law until all things have taken place. Sometimes we'll look at the Old Testament and we'll look at the Mosaic Law and we'll look at things that are said in the Old Testament and we'll we'll, we'll say that, I'm so glad we don't have to listen to this, but... In reality, the church states that all of the Bible, Old and New Testament, they're all, the entire Bible is God's word to us. So he speaks through the Old, through the New Testament, but we can't take anything out of context. That goes for both the Old Testament and the New Testament. So a lot of times what will happen is a, a proclamation is worded one way in the Old Testament, and then the, the New Testament might not change it, not get rid of it, but fulfill it or update it, which is what Jesus did. And he would oftentimes raise the bar. And we hear that throughout the Sermon on the Mount. You have been told 
this or you have read this, but I tell you, you know, um, that's that's important for us to recognize that Jesus is he came to earth to obviously to redeem us, but he also came to reveal God to us because a lot of God, God was mysterious to his early followers. They didn't know him. There wasn't a closeness there. And then once Jesus came and took on human form, then he was able to become one of us. And God became man. So God even moved closer to us. So what Jesus is saying is that I'm not wiping out what was said before. I'm just massaging a little it a little bit and maybe presenting it to you in a different way and also raising the bar. You know, he talked about divorce being permitted in certain cases by Moses, but then he, again, raises the bar and said, but listen, I'm telling you, that was just because of the hardness of heart of people. Now that you're prepared, I'm going to give it to you straight. It's not permitted. What the Lord does is often reveal his laws to us gradually because we might not be ready for them initially. And I think this is a valid way to evangelize for those of us who want to share the gospel. And I'm not saying ever bend the truth, but maybe not emphasize some of the more painful details until you have listeners that are interested. You know, painful details about the faith. You don't want to just totally concentrate on the negative. Because if somebody is really, if they don't have a relationship with Christ, and maybe they're not exposed to organized religion, or maybe they're against organized religion, you say the wrong thing, and you're going to turn them off. It's better to give them the message gradually. Again, not lying, but maybe de-emphasizing or not concentrating, not putting the emphasis on the harder parts of, of our faith. For instance, you don't want to talk to somebody who doesn't have a personal relationship with Jesus and say, you know, you're going to hell, right? And most people, especially in today's day and age, they don't respond well to that. I find it better to, to concentrate on the positive benefits of having a relationship with Christ. And at some point, yeah, they're going to have to address the truth that we are going to be judged one day. I mean, that's, but you don't have to pound it into somebody's head all the time especially when they're sort of new at their relationship with the Lord. But but anyway, so Jesus goes on to say, Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Now, let's talk a little bit about that because I think it's important that that, I, that I'm clear about what I'm saying. I'm not saying ignore the truth of the faith, especially when you're trying to, to help somebody, you're trying to bring them along, but really emphasize the positive aspects of a relationship with Jesus Christ, the peace that flows from that. And then you could go into the fact that he did die for our sins so that we could live with him forever in heaven, that he is present with us, that we can walk with him. Because what I believe happens is, as we grow closer to Christ, I know this has happened to me, we are drawn more closely to the Father, if we're legitimate about following Christ and really listening to Him. 
And as we read Scripture, He speaks to us, and He says things to us that do challenge us, that remind us that if we expect to live with Him forever in heaven, we have to follow His commands in this world as well. That's what it's all about. You know, so it's a gradual process. But following Jesus, it is not burdensome. That's exactly what he said. If you're burdened and weary, follow me, come to me, and I'll give you rest. For my yoke is easy. My burden is light. You know, that's because he's helping us. And that emphasis is really important. That emphasis. Boy, you hear that thunder? It is really thundering here. Um, So I apologize for that, but I don't think it's supposed to be too severe. But at any rate, it is kind of noisy right now. Um. You know, follow him and he will give you what you need, especially the peace that comes from that relationship with him. So so here's the deal. Yes, we should live the commandments. And when we do so, we are really setting an example for others. But that example can be as simple as smiling, as being kind, as not being miserable. You know, because what we want to do is present a positive image of what it means to be a Christian. Nobody is going to want to follow us, to listen to us, to follow Jesus if we're miserable or if we're panicked all the time or if we do things that are immoral. They're not going to want to listen to us if that's the case. And I think it's crucial that if we do, if we, you know, if we want to set the example and if we want to draw people to Christ, that we do it in a positive way and that we pay attention to what Jesus is saying here. And it's important. It's very important, and that's what he tells us. Because if we are setting a bad example, look, even even when it comes to worrying, not that worrying is always a sin. Sometimes we can maybe cross over to the point where we are not trusting and we should trust more. But if you want to set an example to someone who might not really understand what it means to have a relationship with Jesus, and you want them to see the peace that comes about, through that relationship, it would make sense to let them see that you're at peace. And if they say you're, see you're at peace, then they think, wait a minute, this Jesus thing, there is a benefit. So you can set an example for somebody by trying, with the help of the Holy Spirit, to remain calm, even when you're undergoing a stressful challenge of some kind. So everything we say and do is really a means of, of it, it's, it, it has an effect on somebody. Everything that we say and do, even online, you can do a lot of good on social media. You can do a lot of damage on social media as well. So today I, I looked at these, these words of Jesus and I thought, what a great example we could set for others if we showed how much we trusted in the Lord. If we witnessed by saying, and when somebody knows we have a crisis in our life or some sort of a problem, I'm praying about it. I trust, I trust that God's going to help me through this. And I know that what the best possible outcome will happen. And I know that my prayers have an effect or some, something like that. You could do that on social media. You could do that in person. You could do it um, through a text. You could do it through a phone call. But somebody, I believe, in your life today needs to hear that message. They need to know that being a follower of Christ, being a Christian, makes a difference. And that's what's going to attract people. People want to know 
that God is real. And, and I bl- really believe that the reason we worry so much is because God is not real enough to us. And, and that goes for all of us. I certainly know that God's real. But when you're looking at something like an empty bank account or you're getting bad news from your doctor or you have a relationship problem or you have a sudden death, all of a sudden the problem becomes more real than God. And, and that is, that's because we're used to processing the, the events around us. We're used to processing life through our senses. God can't be seen. So it becomes a little tricky. We have to walk by faith. We have to know him by faith. We have to believe in him by faith. That takes practice. And it's, 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 it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It's something that we can work on. And I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to do that. Now, if you have any questions, please email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. We can talk more about it. But go out and set that example for somebody today. Let somebody in some way know that you're praying for a situation that they might be experiencing. Maybe just look positive. Maybe smile. We talked about that a few days ago, the importance of smiling and how much it can affect. What a great way to evangelize by smiling, letting somebody know you're happy, especially when you're at church. Let somebody else know by just having a pleasant look on your face that you're pleased to be there, that God is making a difference in your life. I'm telling you, that kind of thing has a profound effect. I know it affects me when I see people whose eyes light up and they have a big smile on their face when they talk about their relationship with Jesus. I want, to, I want some of that because that's a very attractive thing. Okay, so we're just about at the, at the end of the show. I really want to thank you for listening today. Don't forget to sign up for Give Up Worry for Good, which begins on Monday, June the 14th. You do that by going to my website, followingthetruth.com. Invite your friends. There's room for plenty more, even if they don't have the book by the time we start. That's going to be fine. They can catch up. So it's followingthetruth.com. Just look for the banner at the top, and we'll get going on Monday. One last thing I want to say before we run out of time If you would like to bring me to speak at your church or your conference, now's a good time to make the plans because things are opening up again, thanks be to God, and I'm really starting to book many more talks for even later this year, but mostly for next year. Followingthetruth.com has my contact information. You can look at my schedule, and we we can talk about... How it, how it works and how you can um, how you can invite me to speak at your parish. I would love to do that or your conference, whatever it is, either for a parish mission or for a talk or for a retreat, whatever works for you. But the main thing to do is go to followingthetruth.com for more information. Finally, I want to let you know I'm praying for you. I pray for you every day. And if you would pray for me, I would greatly appreciate it. I really do feel your prayers and I need them because what I do sometimes gets a little... Uh, you know, those of us who are in ministry, we can be prone to discouragement. The evil one's always attacking us and trying to get a, get us to give up what we're doing. So please pray for me, pray for my family, and uh, and God willing, I plan to be doing what I do for as long as I can. I, the rest of my life is dedicated to the Lord, however I can serve Him. Hopefully I'm going to be writing a lot more and continuing to do this program, continuing to speak but your prayers are very important to all of that happening. Thank you for your prayers. Again, I'm praying for you. Have a wonderful night, and I look forward to being with you once again tomorrow, God willing, on Following the Truth. Bye-bye now.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.